Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. After spending more than a billion dollars in podcasting, Spotify says it is announcing the next chapter as it works to streamline its services. So, Ashley, what exactly does that mean? Hi. Yeah. So, basically, over the past four years, Spotify has acquired a bunch of different podcast companies, primarily in an effort to create this massive content organization with exclusive shows only available on its platform. And last week, it kind of double it turned back on some of those hopes and aspirations. It laid off a bunch of staff at its podcast studios and also has begun to make some of its exclusive shows available more widely. So it's really a strategy pivot in everything that Spotify is doing. Okay, but Spotify got famous or got big by streaming music. So why did it pivot into podcasting? Was it just sort of following the crowd? Being in a music streaming service is not necessarily the most lucrative business in the sense that they're always going to have to pay royalties out to the major labels and all rights holders, so they're always going to have to give away some of their revenue. Whereas in podcasting, if they own the content, they can benefit from it financially. It's free for people. It's like they don't have to pay royalties on it. And even if they don't own the content, they don't have to pay royalties when people listen to podcasts. And also, if they sell ads on those podcasts, they're actually making money in that way because they're benefiting from that revenue. So, But were they making money from the podcasting? Yeah, their own shows. They monetize those. They put ads behind them. And then they also bought a service that allows them to monetize other network shows where they take a revenue share. So who were some of the big names that they were pairing off? So as part of their network, they've put out shows from Meghan Markle. They've done shows with Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. Um, They, uh, of course, distribute the Joe Rogan show, Joe Rogan Experience. They've signed quite a few exclusive deals, some of which are still exclusive, others of which um, are starting to be offered more widely. So the ones that they don't have those exclusive contracts with will find homes elsewhere? They can go on to live in other places, but they just might work with a different podcasting company to create their shows. How much of the staff got laid off? Because I had heard that like NPR did something similar with their podcasting staff. A lot of other places are sorting to trim things down. Yeah, so this most recent layoff involved 2% of the company or 200 people primarily in the podcast division. Earlier this year, they also laid off 6% of the company. That was across the company, not necessarily just in podcasting. And then last year in October, they also shut down some shows and laid off some employees at the podcast divisions at their original content studios. So that doesn't bode well. I mean, if I was looking to get into that, it just it sounds scary. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's exactly pleasant news. So what exactly does that mean? I mean, like, does if you look at something like Spotify, I mean, who is going to be watching this and saying, hmm, maybe we need to take a closer look, or we can make this work when they couldn't? You mean as far as companies? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, for many companies, podcasting was kind of a way for them to diversify their business. So like SiriusXM, as an example, is a satellite radio company, but now they offer podcasts as kind of 
an alternative business potentially for them. The same goes for like iHeart, which is traditionally a radio company, but now they offer podcasts in kind of that same vein as part of a separate business. There's, of course, independent production companies that specialize in podcasts. Um, and so I think for them, they're probably watching this wondering who's going to be buying original podcasts and paying them to create those shows. That's where the market feels a little trickier. Ashley, thanks very much for your time and for the reporting. Bloomberg's Ashley Carmen. You can hear our tech and business report weekdays at 1230 here on KCBS. And for more, tune into Bloomberg TV. That comes up at 2 p.m. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.